Today's topic is a crucial one, the harmful effects of negative body talk and limiting beliefs about our bodies. Now, today's topic is based on an insightful post by Louise Green, an author, influencer, and award-winning fitness trainer who's been changing the narrative and idealistic standards of our fitness culture. Throughout this episode, we'll explore why we've grown so accustomed to expressing dissatisfaction and negativity toward our bodies. We'll dive into the societal pressures, unrealistic beauty standards, and pervasive diet culture that consistently pushes us toward an unattainable physical ideal. But more importantly, we'll discuss how we can interrupt these damaging conversations, replace them with constructive, compassionate dialogues, and reclaim our right to self-compassion and body acceptance. So whether you're on your commute, cooking dinner, or taking a much-needed break, I want to invite you to join me on this journey toward reframing beauty and fostering a healthier relationship with our bodies. Let's get started. Welcome to Say When. I'm your host, Holly Toscanini. This podcast is for any woman who's had enough of restrictive diets, feeling bad about their bodies, or putting their lives on hold until they lose the weight. If you've had enough of diet culture, then it's time to say when. Hello, and welcome back. I'm Holly Toscanini, and thank you for joining me for today's podcast. Today, we're diving into a deeply important and sadly all too familiar topic. We're talking about the normalization of negative body talk in our daily conversations, the damaging effect it has on our self-esteem, and how we can actively work to break free from this harmful cycle. Now, our discussion today is inspired by Louise Green's powerful statement, quote, let's end the normalization of commiserating about our bodies as a social pastime. We can't continue to ask for equality if we're a party to our oppression, end quote. It's a stark reminder of how often we become complicit in perpetuating harmful narratives about our own bodies. Now, as Louise Green rightly pointed out in this recent Facebook post, we've grown accustomed to a social pastime that's often unnoticed, talking about our bodies with dissatisfaction and unfortunately often negativity. We commiserate, we compare, and unconsciously perpetuate a damaging cycle. Why does this happen? Well, we are relentlessly surrounded by unrealistic beauty standards, societal pressures, and diet culture that all emphasize a certain ideal body. The consistent exposure to these messages makes it seem almost normal to engage in negative body talk. We find ourselves in the never-ending loop of striving for an unattainable physical ideal, questioning our self-worth based on our appearance, and criticizing our bodies. It's a phenomenon that is deeply rooted in our culture and it's reinforced by several different factors. See, this constant exposure to unrealistic beauty standards, pressures from society, and diet culture has an especially profound impact on young girls and women as they're developing their sense of self and understanding of their place in this world. From a young age, girls are exposed to media that often portrays a narrow standard of beauty, thin, tall, smooth skin, perfect hair, and often photoshopped or digitally altered in some kind of way. See, these images set an unrealistic expectation for how these young women should look. 
and it suggests that there's only one acceptable way to be beautiful. These images are often airbrushed, filtered, or otherwise altered to enhance that perfect appearance. Now, this exposure isn't limited to traditional forms of media like TV and magazines, but it's especially prevalent in social media, which is heavily used by younger generations. Now, the prevalence of these images can lead women to believe that there is only one ideal body type, and that leads to dissatisfaction with their bodies when they don't measure up. Society and peer groups often perpetuate these beauty standards, too. See, young girls hear their peers and other people like siblings and parents and even teachers engage in this negative body talk or diet talk, which normalizes the idea that they should be dissatisfied with their bodies and strive for this unrealistic ideal. And they may feel pressured to fit in and therefore adopt some pretty harmful behaviors and attitudes. Societal expectations play a significant role in shaping women's views of their bodies. For centuries, a woman's value has been tied to her physical appearance, which just perpetuates the idea that beauty and thinness equal worth. This pressure can lead to a preoccupation with appearance and a constant quest for that perfect, elusive body. See, diet culture is everywhere, and it starts impacting girls at a young age. It demonizes certain food groups and is pervasive in our society. It promotes the idea that being thin is a sign of moral virtue, health, and ultimate happiness. Now, this culture, which glorifies thinness and stigmatizes larger body sizes, can lead girls to start dieting and obsessing over their weight at a really young age. And this lays the groundwork for a lifetime of harmful eating habits, body dissatisfaction, and negative body talk. That just creates a damaging cycle where women are constantly trying to lose weight or maintain a certain size, leading to even more negative self-talk, body dissatisfaction, and often disordered eating behaviors. Now, women engage in social comparison, evaluating their bodies against the bodies of others. This can lead to feelings of inadequacy and body dissatisfaction. Furthermore, negative body talk can be a bonding experience. It provides a sense of shared understanding and camaraderie. However, this just normalizes and perpetuates body dissatisfaction. See, all of these societal factors combine to create a climate in which negative body talk and body dissatisfaction are just normalized. And over time, these influences can lead young women to tie their self-worth to their physical appearance. They begin to believe that in order to be valuable, they must conform to these beauty, beauty standards. That results in a cycle of striving for this unattainable physical idea ideal, it makes them question their self-worth when they inevitably don't measure up, and they are always criticizing their bodies. Plus, it contributes to an early internalization of negative body talk and body dissatisfaction. See, women start to internalize these messages, leading to self-criticism, more body dissatisfaction, and even more negative self-talk. It becomes a damaging cycle that's really challenging to break. Now, research shows that Overhearing negative body talk increases our likelihood of participating in it, especially if it's left unchallenged. So what starts as an innocent conversation soon turns into an echo chamber of negative self-talk, bringing us all down. There's actually research to back this up. A study published in the Journal of Applied Communication Research in 2011 found that women who were exposed to fat talk had a higher likelihood of body dissatisfaction and lower self-esteem. 
And an earlier study published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology in 2007 indicated that overhearing fat talk increased the likelihood of individuals participating in it, especially when it's left unchallenged. This unchallenged fat talk could create another echo chamber. See, we're just normalizing negative self-talk because it's expected. We hear it and we expect to hear more of it. In terms of mental health, Research has indicated that there's a really strong link between negative body image and mental health issues like depression and anxiety. As a matter of fact, as far back as 2006, a study published in the Journal of Adolescent Health found that adolescents with negative body image had a higher risk of depression, suicidal ideation, and poor quality of life. And finally, last research study, I promise, finally, a study published in the Journal of Health Psychology in 2010 found that Engaging in this negative body talk further increases dissatisfaction with our body and can lead to disordered eating and exercise obsessions. As a matter of fact, the researchers even suggested that reducing negative body talk may be an effective strategy for improving body dissatisfaction and reducing disordered eating behaviors. All these studies highlight the importance of challenging and redirecting negative body talk in order to break the cycle of body dissatisfaction and promote a healthier relationship with our bodies. However, by promoting and normalizing body diversity, challenging unrealistic beauty standards, and fostering body acceptance from a young age, we can help to break this harmful cycle and support young women in developing healthier relationships with their bodies. Now, it's not about canceling all conversations about body image, not at all. It's about recognizing the difference between a constructive, compassionate dialogue about body image struggles and the habit of socializing by criticizing our bodies. Do you see the difference? See, recognizing the difference between helpful conversations about body image and the habit of negative body talk or body shaming is a critical step toward fostering a healthier perception and body positivity. So let's break this down. A constructive dialogue about body image is a conversation that acknowledges the struggle. Now, this might sound like, I sometimes struggle with accepting my body as it is. It can be tough when the world around us seems to value certain body types over others. It provides support. For example, I understand how you feel. Remember, it's completely okay to have off days. It's important to remind ourselves that our worth isn't defined by our body size or shape. It encourages self-love and acceptance. That might sound like, I found it really helpful to focus on what my body can do rather than just how my bodies look. Our bodies do amazing things for us every day. These conversations also seek or provide advice on handling body image issues. This might sound like, how do you handle these feelings when they come up? I've found mindfulness exercises to be really helpful. See, these discussions are compassionate. They're supportive and they lead to positive outcomes like increased self-esteem and body acceptance. Now, by contrast, socializing by bashing our bodies is characterized by negative self-talk and body shaming. Phrases like, I look fat in this, or I wish I had her flat stomach. These are all examples of negative body talk. It also sounds like comparing our bodies. For instance, something like, she's so skinny, I wish I could look like that, or She's much more toned than I am. These comparisons often put ourselves or others down and add to body dissatisfaction. These kind of conversations also tie our self-worth to our appearance. Some statements that you might hear could sound like, I wish I would be more likable. 
or I think I would be more likable if I just lost some weight. This kind of a statement demonstrates that the harmful connection we often make between our physical appearance and our self-worth exists. See, these kinds of conversations perpetuate body dissatisfaction and even contribute to mental health issues like anxiety and depression, as I mentioned earlier. Recognizing and shifting from negative body talk to a constructive dialogue is crucial. We can change the narrative by challenging negative statements, refusing to engage in harmful comparisons, and focusing on the positive, non-aesthetic attributes of ourselves and others. By doing so, we can promote a healthier body image and self-esteem within our social circles and within ourselves. So what do you do if you find yourself in a setting where body shaming or negative body talk is happening? Remember, it's okay to redirect the conversation. It's okay to walk away, and it's definitely okay not to participate. So let's review some practical ways to redirect conversations that are spiraling into negative body talk or body shaming. First thing you want to do is positively affirm yourself or the other person. So if someone says something like, I feel so fat in these jeans, you could redirect by saying, I think you have great style and these jeans really showcase that. See? Or you could change the subject to a non-appearance related topic. So if someone makes a negative comment about their body, shift the focus of the conversation to something else like, I've been reading this fascinating book recently. Have you read anything good? You could also challenge the negative talk. If you feel comfortable doing this, now only if you do, see, challenging the negative talk in a supporting manner is important. For instance, if someone says, ugh, I need to go on a diet, you could respond with, I think it's more important to focus on being healthy and feeling good. Don't you agree? The next thing you could try is encouraging self-love and acceptance. You can promote positivity or neutrality or acceptance by saying something like, I found it's helpful to focus on what my body can do rather than my body looks like. We used that one before, but it works here too. You could also remind others of the harm in negative body talk. You might say, hey, I'm free to break from negative body talk because I've realized it's not good for my mental health. You could also try establishing some boundaries. If the body shaming or negative talk continues, it's perfectly fine to establish some boundaries. Now, this could sound like, I understand where you're coming from, but I find it really helpful to keep conversations about my body image positive and uplifting. See, it's not so hard if you just have a few of these phrases in your back pocket. Now that's friends and maybe coworkers, but what about dealing with family members who constantly encourage dieting or weight loss? This one can be a little tricky, especially if you're trying to cultivate a healthier relationship with your body and food. I have a few tips for that too. Are you ready? Again, some of these are going to sound similar, but they all work. First, set boundaries. Politely, but firmly, express your feelings to them. Let them know that their comments about your body or diet are not helpful and are, in fact, harmful. Request that they refrain from making such comments in the future. Or you could try to educate them. Share with them the principles of a non-diet approach to health and the harmful effects of diet culture. They may not be aware that their comments are harmful, or they may not understand the impact they have on you. You could also try redirecting conversations. If they uh, start discussing diet or weight, just steer the conversation towards another topic. Over time, they may get the hint that these are not topics you want to discuss. You could also find support. 
getting support from friends or a counselor or a coach or other support groups who understand your journey toward a healthier relationship with food and body. These people can offer advice, strategies, and emotional support. Next, take care of yourself. It's okay to limit or avoid interactions with people, even family members, who consistently make hurtful comments about your body or your diet. Your mental health and well-being are important, and it's okay to prioritize them. Also, remember your worth. Remember that your value is not tied to your weight or your appearance. You deserve respect and kindness, regardless of your body shape or size. Lastly, seek professional help. If you feel the pressure from your family is affecting your mental health, seek help from a professional, like a psychologist or therapist. They can provide tools and strategies to help you cope with these situations. It's also entirely okay to walk away from a conversation if it becomes too uncomfortable or if your attempts to redirect that conversation are simply not respected. Give yourself permission. You're under no obligation to participate in discussions that harm your mental well-being or reinforce negative self-perceptions. Got it? By redirecting these conversations, you're not only promoting your own positive self-image, but you're also contributing to a healthier conversational environment for those around you. So let's challenge this harmful narrative. Let's shift the focus from how our bodies look to how they feel, to what they allow us to do, to the incredible complexity and functionality they possess. After all, our physical appearance is the least interesting thing about us. We are our intellect, our kindness, our passion, our creativity, our strength, none of which are defined by our outward appearance. Okay, I know that was a lot. <laughs> Diving deep into the societal pressures, unrealistic beauty standards, and pervasive diet culture that feed our cycle of negative body talk is tough. We've discussed the impact of this damaging cycle on our self-esteem and our overall well-being. And most importantly, we've explored how we can break free from this cycle, fostering constructive, compassionate dialogues, and reclaiming our right to self-love and body acceptance. It's a journey, I know, but it's also a journey that's filled with self-discovery and self-growth. Remember, you're more than your physical appearance and your worth is not tied to your weight or your adherence to some unattainable ideal. Embrace your individuality, your unique beauty, and cultivate a positive relationship with your body. At least get to a place where you can be at peace with it. Now, as we wrap up today's episode, I'd like to encourage all of you to take one more step on this journey. I've created a short quiz for our listeners, a tool to help you assess your dieting personality. If you've been caught in the dieting cycle, feeling like you're constantly chasing an unattainable goal, this quiz might be the wake-up call you need. See, it's time to start letting diet culture, stop letting diet culture dictate your life. You can find the link in the quiz um, in the show notes, or you can go to my website at hollytoscanini.com. Remember, it's okay to step away from the diet mentality. It's okay to embrace a healthier, more balanced approach to food and exercise. And it's definitely okay to like yourself as you are right now. Thank you for joining me today, and I look forward to continuing this journey with you in our next episode. Remember, you are beautiful, you are enough, and you are not alone on this journey. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Say When, the podcast for women who've had enough of diet culture and are ready to get on with their lives. 
If you'd like to learn more about working with me, send me a DM through Instagram at Holly Toscanini, or you can find me on my website, hollytoscanini.com. Thanks for joining me.